Welcome to a brand new edition of Indie Wrestling Guide. I am not Jayhawk. I am Charlie Butters, aka Home Office. Jayhawk is off this week, so I get to be in charge of this uh, fun little show. And with us, as always, uh, Marcy. Hey, you're throwing it up. I'm not usually first. Hope you can contain the inmates tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And Josh. I I just want to let you know, Home Office, I am not comfortable with your uh, consultants going through my desk drawers and everything else uh, as part of this review. But, um, you know, we'll worry about that afterwards. I will have my legal team on standby. They were very concerned about the massive amounts of cocaine they found. That's all. (laughs) I was hiding the porn, but I left out the cocaine. It was a huge mistake on my part. Oh, it was a good trick because they were very much more concerned with that than any type of pornography. So, <laughs> so how's everybody's week? Good. good. I like the, uh, I like the, um, uh, the rebrand. I think it looks good. I think, uh, I think we're going to have some very exciting, uh, uh, new episodes this way. I think it opens up a whole new world to, to the independent wrestling world. So kudos to you for getting it done so quickly home office and having a staff on hand to actually handle this transition. <laughs> yeah, they, they took down all the posters and put up the new posters and, and that was the uh that was the initiative this this morning. Happened quick. It's like at Disney when somebody throws up on the ride, they hose it down and get it right back out. That's you and your team. Hose down the logo, take off a couple letters. We are back on the tracks. So uh I, I didn't get to watch any football this weekend. Did you watch some football this weekend, Josh? I think Marcy did, but because her and I were texting during the Jets game, but not to get every all my Cleveland fans upset. But the Jets are two and two, and and we did beat Pittsburgh for you, so you're welcome. No ground taken from Pittsburgh over Cleveland. You're welcome. We own the AFC uh, North. Uh, we will gladly take it from here. So is G Fighter three third strike when you play as Ryu? If you use his light punch, it has three frames of startup. It's active for two frames. That leaves you plus three frames on block. You guys have taught me so much about sports. I'm just going to teach y'all about frame data and fighting games because that's about probably how I feel about all the sports stuff. So, anyways, his medium punch is five frames of startup. It's active for three frames. It takes ten frames to recover. A little, a little slower, you know. Uh, I, can, Marcy, can I say I love this? So I am fine with this. I want to know all about this. I love Street Fighter, and the more you tell me, the better it is. <laughs> oh my! Jayhawk's not here. This is going off the rails real quick. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's all right. Uh, so, Ryu, okay. Hey, we went to we both me and Home Office both went to an AIW show this last yeah, weekend. Yeah, oh, you yeah, got to, you got to watch that on the uh, Fight Plus app. How was that? It came out great. Uh, it you know what you would never really know that that they were doing it. There were a few uh, uh, you know here and there when it comes to the cleanness of I, what IWTV did as far as the graphics going when a guy comes out of the the tunnel, you know, the, out of the uh, the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the graphics were spot on. It might have been a little late here and there, but. The sound was perfect. The camera angles, the cuts were really, really good. I had literally zero problem watching it on Fight. I think Fight streams better anyway than IWTV. Um, But I watched it from home, and I watched it from someone else's house, so I kind of switched up as I was, you know, in someone's home and then back in my house. So, yeah, I I thought it was great. You guys, it looked like a good time. It looked a little bit lighter than normal um, for a, uh, um, a Tadmore show. Um, and the crowd was a little bit different. It wasn't as many regulars, I think, as, as normal, but it was it was still a, a really, the matches were really good. 
Yeah, the um, it was a little bit lighter. The the uh, bleachers weren't as uh, full as they usually are to the to the max, but no, uh, not it, even was, close. It, was, it was a fun show. Um, I I really hope commentaries microphones picked me up saying um, show your butthole uh, when I was telling uh, Philly to do that because they said they were the new nasty boys and uh you know that that infamous photo is out there so we decided it was going to be philly that would be the person to do that so philly looked like an How 80s did... villain that night with his hair back in the track suit he looked ridiculous now how <laughs> did you come across to this decision that he's going to be the one to show shows them all because we just we just did it just... seems like something that philly would do and here's the thing we we confirmed with him after the show that yes it would be him that would do that so you're telling me Marino right. T. You're telling me Marino T is not going to show his butt. Hole. Well, because Come everybody on. would want to see his. Nobody wants to see Phillies, and that's why <laughs> Philly would show his. <laughs> that's an outrageous comment. How do you know people would want to see it? He said that. I don't know. I'm just. Uh, I'm just quoting the man. I get it. <laughs> now, was this on the record or was this technically off the record? It was part of the one minute interviews he did. <laughs> I did not interview him. I think I'll, I'll interview him at uh, Hell on Earth uh, coming up. So, well, we should have uh, a nice one minute interview for like the next couple weeks. I think there's one week we won't have one, but then it'll pick up again. So, I think if we could get uh, John Thorne at one of these shows. Maybe we could uh, we could ask Ronald Two Legs over a PVD to get Thorn cornered, and we can uh, record a little bit. Oh my, I, I don't uh, I don't know about all that. Well, I'll try, I'll try, but I, don't I, know always, I want to talk to the big boss. I can reach out if you give me the uh, the questions. I can always see if uh, uh, from the East Coast if we got a little pull over here. If I can get them on think, the, uh, I think the we're Facebook do that. Messenger, it would have to mm-hmm. be a show you come to, and you have to do it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm fine with it. I am fine. We are working. Me and the other benefactor are working on a uh, our, our trip plans. Um, he will be in Ireland for the next five days, but uh, we are working on uh, Hell on Earth. So nice. you never know. Nice. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I guess do you want to talk about wrestling that's coming up this weekend? Sure. Let's. I think let's, that's what we do. Let's go right? down. <laughs> I think the kids are still saying that. Okay. <laughs> all right so friday october 7th action wrestling presents action has this really fun aliens design though i really like the background that they pulled for this one uh and it'll be live on iwtv at 7 30 the main event there is uh for the action championship adam priest versus anthony henry uh Semi-main event is for the IWTV title, AC Mack versus Shazza McKenzie. <laughs> oh, boy. That's his next title defense, huh? Oh, yep. boy. <laughs> All that talent out there on the independence, and that's the one. Yep. Okay. Uh, Saturday, October 8th, GCW Fight Club Night 1, live on Fight at 6 p.m. And also on IWTV, uh, Bloodstorm Pro will be live at 8 p.m., and that one features Isaiah Broner versus Lord Crew. Nice. And then Sunday, October 9th at 1 p.m., Jersey Championship Wrestling versus the World will be free on YouTube. And at 5 p.m., live on Fight GCW Fight Club Night 2. I believe both those shows are going to feature Leo Rush coming back from his uh, hiatus from his injury. So if you like Leo Rush, those are the shows to watch. Uh, And at 10 p.m. live on IWTV, 
uh, ICW No Holds Barred Volume 33. Uh, I believe they're in LA. Uh, American Deathmatch Champion Casey Kirk versus Oren Veidt. John Wayne Murdoch versus Homeless Jimmy from XPW fame. And uh, Bobby Beverly, the Bev, taking on Tommy Vendetta. And uh, that's what's coming up this weekend on uh, all those nice streaming companies. A plethora of wrestling to watch. Yes. I, uh, yeah, I, 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 still can't, I still can't get over the fact that there's a company called Bloodstorm. That's the best. Bloodstorm I'm Pro. Try- <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why Shaz and McKenzie gets the next uh, title shot. There's all that talent. What is happening there? Easy title defense, I guess. I don't know. Oh, AC boy. Mac just getting them easy title defenses. I need to see AC Mac get into it with Broner. I think it's time. I think AC Mac needs to step up his game a tad and go and, and call, you know, and say, look, I, I need the big names. I want to see AC Mac Alec Price. I want to see AC Mac Derek. I want to see AC Mac Broner. I, I'd like to see him versus Bishop. There's a bunch of indie guys in the Midwest that should start challenging him and that are not on your classic action uh, FTE or whatever that's called. Um, all those shows. I, I just think it's time that, that they expand a bit because he needs to start appearing or, or challenge or, or, or defending against more talent on the Indies. I mean, he's defended against a lot of the top talent out there. Unfortunately, I think that a lot of, the AIW talent won't really have a an option to be featured like that now uh, with the changing, but you never know. I mean, you'd hope that they that's like that's what's best for business. I I, I don't understand, and I, I was talking to Sam about this the other day that the territory mentality that's starting to come almost come back. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys feel it also, but there's almost like a territory mentality that uh, you know Beyond and Wrestling Open has their guys. Then you go down south and and SUP and FTE or whatever, FW, whatever that's called. I keep getting their names all mixed up. TWE, whatever. Mm-hmm. They have their guys. You go into the middle of the country, Thorne and his guys, they have their guys. You know, BLP. They book certain AIW guys, but they don't. They have their guys. It's starting to get very territorial. That's not ideal. If you want to expand wrestling, these guys need to show up more. You need to book guys in more places, guys and girls in more places and not feel so territorial. But, and I think we're also going to come up with this when we talk about enjoy tonight as well. The, uh, some of the, some of the town on that show, you can see in several places, others you cannot see in other places at all. So, you know, I, I, I it's, it's an odd, it, there's something brewing in the air and it's very strange to me. I don't know if you, if you feel it. I do, but also at the same time, like it's, I think a lot of it has to do with how the economy is because, that's like that's a big thing a lot of people don't think about is like okay gas is how much money so now trans is going to cost more money for people to to be shipped in from these places or a flight is going to cost more money than it normally would because of inflation so that's going to affect all that kind of stuff unfortunately and i mean it's even going to affect your house numbers because some people just can't make it to shows because it's expensive to to get there on top of buying a $50 ticket. So you make a really, really good point. That's a really good point that I, I kind of glossed over in my head is that you're right. They're, they're not, I guess it's, I, you know what it is. The the economy is forcing a territory mentality. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some people that are very territorial to begin with, um, you know, in Ohio to begin with. And then there's other people that like, they, you know, they're, they have several different other titles that show up on their shows that 
uh, you know, maybe it may not be defended, but the, you know, the person comes out and they have, you know, five, six titles on them and it's just yeah. kind of the thing and it's accepted there. Whereas other places it's not accepted. So it's just, I mean, it's all in the preference of the promoter, I think. Uh, but I, I can see what you're talking about. It does feel like there are um, some boundaries being laid out. And I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the next six months that it could get, you know, even more territorial. I don't know. It's, uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it's it very is. interesting. It's becoming a strange, uh, a strange world that IWTV, I thought in 2019, when they started or in the beginning of 2020, I thought it was going to help, you know, almost unite, especially with like the type uh, shows type, like the collective things like that. Mm-hmm. You thought maybe companies would be uniting and working together and it's becoming more and more segregated and apart. Strange. Well, they they're ah. doing their year end show uh, with a bunch of companies again, like their big year end, like Restival, right? So, I mean, they're trying to keep stuff together, but like you know, with GCW it's, having their own thing, yeah, it's never, never, you, it was never gonna. Uh, everyone could be on board the whole time. It's just the nature of how it is. That was never gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. But I guess uh, before we get into our weekly review, uh, I did a one minute interview with Ziggy Heim over the weekend. So we should probably go to that and uh, listen to her answers. This is Charlie Butters with another one minute interview, this time with the final girl, Ziggy Heim. Hogan or Savage? Savage. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Booker T or Stevie Ray? Stevie Ray. Favorite candy? Um, um, Twix. Doors or tables? Doors, fuck a table. Favorite energy drink? Um, the the uh, lemonade Aussie lemonade monsters. NWO or NWO Wolfpack? Wolfpack because their themes fucking fire. Biggest fear? If you don't want to get deep in me saying dying alone, um, definitely raw tomatoes. Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart? Shawn Michaels. Favorite animal? Um, specifically my dogs. Austin or The Rock? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Favorite road snack? Um energy drinks ECW or TNA ECW but I do um, respect TNA at certain times Sheets or Wawa Sheets Eddie Guerrero or Rey Mysterio I will die for Eddie Guerrero favorite dipping sauce I'm a ranch bitch stunner or diamond cutter stone cold stunner favorite movie night at the museum edge or Jeff Hardy edge Favorite song? Um, Miami by Will Smith. And that has been another one minute interview. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, my Ziggy Heim interview. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to those Aussie lemonades. They're the fucking shit. Are they? They're, they are. They're one of the best ones, I think. I don't drink energy drinks that much anymore, but I might have to break down and try some of these ones these people talk about. Although a lot of them are like, oh, this one that isn't made anymore. And I'm like, I can well, still buy the coffee lemonades. There's a, uh, there's a gas station next to my house that sells ghosts and all different ghosts. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they are absolutely... It, I, I go Zoa first, and then ghosts are my next energy drinks. I mean, they are awesome. But I have I have about 50 Zoas in my refrigerator right now, all different flavors. And the coconut is amazing, and the orange is probably my top tier. You got the hookup from The Rock on that, huh? That's right. I post enough pictures of Terramana. They should be sending me... Uh, <laughs> something so tequila something <laughs> i tried i tried one of those though i think it was the fruit punch one i was not a fan of it no you gotta i'm telling you mars the orange tastes just like sunkiss it's delicious and it doesn't give me that 
uh, monster like indigestion when I'm when I drink monster or C4. Ooh, that's, that's the best part, though. Oh, the burps are the worst. No way. <laughs> that's, that's how you feel the power. <laughs> the power. Oh, OK. I, I love walking around for a day, burping up uh, monster. Energy. A it's a great feeling. <laughs> that, that long Marcy, Mar- I'm 44 years old. Everything repeats on me for at least 24 hours. <laughs> Damn. Oh my. Uh yeah, the uh I don't know if, if it's one of the lemonade ones like they are like the is it a rehab one? Is that what is it in that line, the rehab line? No, I think it's just like it's its own. Okay. The rehab line, there was a lot of like the ones with the tea lemonade combos, that stuff. That was all good and it was real light and wasn't terribly uh heavy as far as it uh comes to energy drinks. So I I do miss those, but yeah, I've uh, I've been off the energy drinks for a while. The last time I had one was the last Toy Hio. I had two Red Bulls because I was very tired from AIW the night before. So. I mean, I typically have my alcohol, so I don't think that's a good combo, Marcy. That's it's, just that's that's uh hasn't failed me yet. Oh my, you youngins! It'll get there. It'll get there. All right, let's get into the weekly review. The weekly review. And this week we're going to talk about Enjoy Wrestling from Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, I'm super excited to do this because uh, one of the main ideas behind the rebrand was to be able to do this show because I love Enjoy. Uh, I've been to one of their shows. It was a blast. I, I want more of us Cleveland folks to head down to Pittsburgh and check it out uh, when they can. Um, they have a great talent roster that we don't get to see at AIW or in our surrounding areas. And um, it's a really fun, unique vibe, especially in the Mr. Smalls theater where this show uh, took place. Now, this was one show that was broken up into four episodes on their YouTube channel. It was considered season six, and it was the Enjoy Tag Team Cup. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I did the research. This was filmed back in, what, February? July. July? Yeah, this was the July show. And they did this all at once, right? They did this all at once. Yeah, this was one show, and then they just broke it up into four episodes. Can I just say, I have not watched a lot of Enjoy, and their production is top notch yes it is it's it's top notch this is hands down the best shot indie show i've ever seen can i ask you know who does it who's in charge over there um from what i saw on their um credits it's there's a the cameras and stuff are all through the the camera company i don't know who's actually doing all their editing but i do know they have a guy that does the the uh, motion graphics like the old raw motion graphics which look fucking amazing uh it's i think that's one of the the big things that gets everybody talking every time that enjoy posts a matchup it's got the motion graphics and people just pop like crazy over seeing the, their favorite indie person in a motion graphic that they you know remember from raws back in the day i love it um, who owns them? Who owns Enjoy? I am not a hundred percent sure on the person's name. I do know that it is a female owner, and I do know that uh, our buddy uh, Dalton got into a big argument with them and got blocked by them. Oh, however, I do know that they did make up in the DMs, and Dalton would really like to be unblocked by them. So, uh, Grift Boy Dalt on Twitter, if you would like to unblock them, because I'm sure they're going to listen to this. Um. That's as far as I, I, I don't I don't know well, too much about it. 
I, I am very impressed um, from the second the show starts to watch a YouTube show that does not feel like they were shooting on a 1986 Betamax, you know, video camera is a really mm-hmm. nice change. Um, it almost feels like they were shooting in 4K, which was kind of neat. Um, and I, I honestly, I was, I, 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 it's, it's just a happy, vibey show. Mm-hmm. So I was really, I, I was very happy you suggested it because when I go into something, I don't know if it, if it kind of doesn't start off right, I get very turned off easily. And uh, I, I was good to go. It was light and airy, and and I know a lot of the talent on there, and I was very happy about it. Yeah, we had uh, Joe Dombrowski and Vita Scott on commentary, and uh, Joe does a great job of uh, leading the charge with that. He's an excellent commentator. Uh, and then we also have our ring announcer backstage interviewer, Meg Fair. Um, they get picked on so much by all the talent. I felt so bad for them. Uh, as often as the wrestlers would yell at them and 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 that kind of stuff. Um, That's which, the old school. That's the old school way to do it. I felt really bad, but uh, they did a really great job with everything. I think they have a unique voice uh, in wrestling, and I think that that fits really well. What do you think, Marcy? Oh, absolutely. I think, yeah, these the backstage segments were a nice little... Um, I like how everything's kind of like spaced out and everyone gets there with it being only two matches. Everyone gets together promo and there's nothing. I think a lot of good comes out from doing that. Mm -hmm. So let's get into the matches. Um, Well, even before this match, we have the first promo um, with David Lawless in the the runway and we get the quote, we will wreck pussy. And then he says, I like the sound of that to which I replied me too. (laughs) I um I am not a fan of uh, the, the runway, um, and I am not a fan of a uh, bussy. So it started me off uh, with two teams that I didn't care either one who won that match. I, I like Effie, I don't like bussy, um, and I I this is the first time I've seen the runway, and I, I know they get tons of heat. I just wasn't I just wasn't that impressed. But you know I know I know that they have a a, a following over there, and people were so excited to uh boo lawless and and the runway so you know good on them for having the heel i just uh, i didn't really like them as as a tag team yeah the runway um they've really kind of made a name for themselves in the last i'd probably say like year or so uh in the pittsburgh area um i remember when they uh were like singles people and would be at shows and stuff like that and they just really had no direction it feels like they're focused and have direction now which is really cool uh, on top of that, um, I, I I like Effie. I like Bussy. I like the tag team. I think it's it's fun. Um, it's 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 you know they they did a thing where uh, Ali Catch got hurt and was taken out, so it was just Effie trying to to do it on his own, and uh, it was good. It was good stuff. I liked it. It was different. The tag team partner in peril. I get it. I don't like Ali, so uh, you know uh, Effie could do whatever, um, but you know. Effie could be great for me on his own. Mm. Um, but yeah, whatever this match it's, I'm not, I'm not shitting on the match because the match wasn't bad. I just don't care for the teams involved. Right. Yeah. RC. I, enjoy I think I thought this was a good start to the show. Yeah. I thought it was fine. Like it was, uh, I, it, it got us the line after, uh, uh, bussy lost, uh, that, uh, Veda's bussy was busted. So I hate I when th- that happens. I also <laughs> replied me too, to this. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I, I immediately texted Justin Summers and was like, Hey, I just want you to know Veda Scott's pussy is busted. So Justin Summers, he does love Veda. He does love Veda very he much. Does. 
So I thought that would be uh that was a little fun thing. I, I got the to, to text him and he didn't know what the hell I was talking about. So I'd explain <laughs> it to him. So I should have left it with no context. <laughs> Uh, and then we had our second match on this first episode, which was the uh, Rip City Shooters versus Violence is Forever. We get two promos before this as well. Yes, and they were both very mean to Meg. <laughs> yeah, but they're both. I mean, man, those four. Like you, you go from you, you know, uh, they're just professionals. All four of them are ready for camera, ready for TV, ready. You knew that their promos were going to be hype and. I, I mean, I was sad that that was a match that I had to see in the first round. You know, I'd like to have seen them all in the in the finals, but um, super excited that they were that that match was going on on my TV. I was I, I love bo- both of those teams, and you know, I, I'm a bit of a homer, but I love to see how far Wes and Bishop have come. They know their characters, they know their team. When they're solo, they know what to do. And Dom and Koo are just the top tier. It. Look, if we gave out, if we said, okay, who's the next tag team that should be, have all the titles like Dudley's, like FTR, Violence is Forever, should hold the New Japan titles, the WWE tag titles, the AEW titles, they should just have them. They should be the next team that you see on TV. Like, that's the honest-to-God truth. The Rip City Shooters are great together. They're singles wrestlers, though, if you give them a chance. You know, Bishop is his own monster. Wes is his own thing. But Violence is Forever should be that tag team that, you know, collects all the gold on TV and in the Indies. I'm waiting for that TV spot. Mm-hmm. I yeah. really like how in the Dom promo, this is the sassiest I've ever seen him in a promo. I feel like because <laughs> he's, he's usually very straight laced in his promos, but this one <laughs> had this little extra edge to him. I thought. I mean, yeah, I guess. Uh, I, this match, like like Josh said, like being a first round match, uh, it was a hard pick. Uh, who I thought like might. Uh, come out of this and go on into the finals because uh i i you know i didn't expect pussy to lose in the first round and they did so i was like oh wow okay anything can happen here and then we get to this and it's like man both these teams like this is crazy like i can see either team moving on and then not being that big of a shocker um they well that's the thing now that's the thing you never know if violence is forever supposed to lose they are so they're booked so well that when they are out there you, it, you, you, you just don't know. You're like, okay, they're probably going to win, but you have in the back of your mind, I, you know, I'd like to see this other team win. But at this point, when Violence is Forever comes out, I think they're going to win every match. That's just the way they're booked, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's great. I love knowing that when they come out, you're like, okay, these guys are the these are these are the guys. They're going to win everything. Yeah, they, uh, they, they all beat the hell out of each other in this match. Yep. Anybody else have anything on the match itself? I mean, it is solid match for TV, what they would enjoy put on well shot from the enjoy side, well commentated and, you know, either winner, we all win. So it didn't matter. You know, it's, you know, this match featured the return of a Marcy favorite. So, of course, I was all about it. What? (laughs) Kevin Koo was wearing the tights. Oh, those tights, too. Or, um, yeah, um, (laughs) um, I did. Yeah, I just going to leave it at that. Oh my Marcy goodness. telegraphing it. I see it from a mile away at this point. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my. Well, we got our we got our two teams advancing from from uh, uh, episode one. We got Violence is Forever. We have the runway 
two out of the four teams established. I love how quick the show went. I love it was like 38 minutes door to door. You know, it was uh, it, that was a, a, a good episode to go on. And I was equally as excited to see the two the two matches that were coming the next night. So, yes. So we get on to episode two from season six. Uh, and uh, what do we start off with, Marcy? Yeah. Petty and pink versus the ephemeral babes. And let me tell you, for somebody who just had like lower back issues and couldn't walk for two months, this dude twerking uh, after <laughs> having a similar issue uh, was very impressive. And it makes me believe that I could one day twerk like that. I thought he had some sort of paralysis. Like they, they said he, it was like a, a herniated disc, which is what I had. And then they said, like, he also had some hip issues. But it was like, yeah, they said he couldn't walk for for a given time. I couldn't walk for for almost two months. So from it, because it just hurt so bad to do anything. And look, you're walking now, so I'm sure in no time you'll be twerking. Yeah, I'll be I'll be twerking like him. It's uh, holy shit. You gotta wait till I get back to Ohio to twerk, though. Yeah. Save that for me. I say, <laughs> be the inevitable OnlyFans. <laughs> The indie oh wrestling guide only fan is going to be great. It's going to be just Look, an it hour. It can't just of, be me holding the ship down. <laughs> It'll it be an be, hour of an hour of Charlie per- Butters twerking. <laughs> it's a group effort. Group effort. Uh, all right. Something yeah, for everyone. I guess, I guess. Buttons on fur coats and, and whatnot, you know. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we have Petty and Pink and the Ephemeral Babes who uh have never teamed before and uh they are awesome though they're they're friends they're they're besties and uh they were one of my favorite teams coming into this they were literally one of the biggest reasons why i was really upset i didn't get to go to the show because i really wanted to see them team and uh yeah this this match was 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 a lot of fun Uh, that you know edith and willow gave up a lot of offense which was nice to see um but i did not in my head, I did not see Edith and Willow losing this match. Um, you know, it, it the Petty and Pink is a, is raw. They're a raw team. They're both talents are very raw. So you know, it, it's good to put them in with with two professionals who can make them you know shine a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did not in my head. I I could not see them losing that match. I mean, after the first episode, I thought you know really anything could happen with that. Um... I was I I had a feeling though that like you know uh, Edith is like one of their bigger names there and and Willow is as well so I kind of figured they would advance but you never ever know man it's, it's well they, they they had that AEW rule they can't lose <laughs> <laughs> well that's a, they they can't be pinned technically they, Willow they can lose they can't be pinned Edith could be pinned that's yeah. right right but I did not see that coming too with Willow out there. No, yeah, I loved how uh, Willow and Eve came together as a team. Like they, you would you wouldn't be able to tell it was their first time teaming. Oh, and can I say that venue is is so cool? It reminds me of like a more cleaned up Odeon. Mm-hmm. Like it, it the, the people were right on top of the stage, and but that's another show where when we have talked with John Thorne about why AIW puts barricades up and things like that. This is a show no barricades. It felt a little bit like everyone was right on top of the ring which adds a different vibe and you could feel the people above and things like that. Uh, but that, if I could say that arena was, was terrific. I, I really did. Uh, I really did like where they were doing the show from. Yeah. It's got a really good vibe in person as well. Like there's two tiers um, uh, above that. 
um, above the, the ground floor. And we were on the top tier when I went and uh, still had a blast being able to see everything from up there. Yeah, the, the food at the venue is really good. It's a little pricey, but it's very worth it. Like I, we got some uh, loaded fries and uh, some a pretzel and stuff, and it was really, really good. Um, excellent food. Uh, I mean, the service was good there. Like you know, you get your drinks, whatever. Uh, they're very organized when it comes to everything. Uh, excellent, fun time. A lot of steps if you got to go all the way up to that top section. But other than that, it's it's a it's a blast. Um, I don't know. If I would do the ground floor again, I think that might be the next next time I might do ground floor. Other than the fact that you have to stand for it, uh, it's kind of a bummer. But uh, the the one tier tickets, I think they go super fast because it's like just the perfect height to see everything. And I think those are like the prime tickets that go like day one probably. But it's a really fun venue. Nice. It has a cool. Like, it has definitely has like this really awesome vibe to it. And then uh, we had our next match, the final match in the opening of the Enjoy Tag Team Cup. And uh, it was it was quite a blast, man. We got the production with a <clears throat> different entrance song than usual. And uh, if I may, who did you who did you think that I think was going to win this whole thing? <laughs> who do you think I was rooting for oh. while I stroked tiny Derek's melon in my house? It was me. I, it was the production saying that this was my team. I felt that, that I wanted them to win so badly. Yes, I already knew the outcome, but that I was just so proud to see them come out. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that was the obvious. We wanted to, you know, we wanted the production to win. The production is our, our favorite here on uh, Indie Wrestling yep. Guide. So um, that may or may not have had something to do with us doing this show uh, this season just a a little bit maybe yeah uh i mean outside of like how much i i love enjoy uh you know that was like another fun thing like we could have done that the show that i was at so i didn't have to do anything this week but i was like no let's do the tag the tag tourney because it was a lot of fun and you know we got a fun outcome and can i uh, say can i say this this was the best i've seen ziggy look in front of the mic in front of the in the ring um comfort wise i feel like she really felt at home at enjoy and i oh, think she sure. did a real yeah it was uh, but uh, i mean like derek he's just dastardly like he can play just like a piece of shit when he wants to and i love it <laughs> and he was just like just lawn darting you know ziggy everywhere and she was ready for all of it so you know kudos to her for for really stepping up her game you know in her sort of hometown and shout out to the uh the protect trans kids shirt she was rocking on the entrance too that's right. I thought I th- I saw that, I, and I, I think I've seen her in other shows or uh, wear that. But I, I knew that that was uh, something that you know she was wearing during that taping as well. And uh, their opponents, uh, the Kings of the District, which that's that's another East Coast team that's definitely uh, very very good. And uh, this match was a banger. This is this is really good. Two more regular favorites of the show, I would say. Every time we've reviewed either of their matches, they've been very positive. Somebody yelled at me because I didn't, I didn't give Eel O'Neill enough credit. Um, uh, I forgot what show we watched, and I was like, Eel O'Neill gets gets uh, uh, entrance or something, and this person didn't. Someone's like, "How dare you? Eel O'Neill's awesome." And I was like, "Slow down, slow, Eel, fine, <laughs> like slow down." But look, Eel O'Neill's fine. Um, uh, Jordan Blade is a is a beast of a fighter um 
So, but I, I honestly was rooting. So like the, the exchanges with Derek and Jordan blade were awesome. Like I look forward to that. Jordan blade is a tough, tough, tough person in the ring, but you know, honestly, I was too focused on what Ziggy and Derek were doing. I wanted to see, you know, how they were going to pull that out. I was, you know, and, and I, I, I did enjoy it. I thought, uh, thought this was a good way to, to get them into the elevate them into the next round. Mm-hmm. And they, they do enjoy does a great job of telling you what the feud is and telling you, you know, where the history is. So, yep. you know, good on them because I learned the whole backstory on most of these teams and, and their, their, you know, their histories really quickly. Yeah, shout out to Joe Dombrowski and uh, Veda Scott yet again. They, 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 like I said, commentary really tied everything together, so you really didn't have too much. If you had questions, they did a pretty good job of answering them in their commentary and getting you to understand the significance of, of everything going on. So, I mean, they they really have a, a home run between their production, their commentary, and the wrestling. Like this is this is top tier. This is this is really really good. I mean, this is for, and it's free on YouTube free. Like you can go watch all the seasons right now, see where they started to where they're at now. And like, in just like a couple short years, they've, they've gone like, they've, it's just impressive how, how far they've come. Lots uh, of sponsors, lots of sponsors. And that's, uh, that's, you know, that's a big thing right there. If you get, you know, the sponsorships and stuff like that and you use them correctly and wisely, this is what you can get from it. Yeah, I think a lot of companies they don't use them wisely. They just pad their pockets with it, and and their product their product looks like what it looks like. But enjoy, I mean, you can tell tell it's being put to use. Yeah, like I said before, this is the literally the best looking indie wrestling show I've ever watched. Yes, ditto. So obviously the production picks up the win. They're moving on to the finals. It's going to be a four way. The runway violence is forever ephemeral babes and the production and a four-way elimination match final uh we go on to episode three we have a singles match and we have a three-way dance um i don't really care for david lawless uh the the the, the he first seems like a this, real jerk <laughs> i didn't really get what was going on you had such high quality matches the first two episodes and then he wrestles some yuts and the other guy doesn't come out i mean that just mr grim didn't come out I mean, that just, I didn't really get it. I didn't, I didn't understand why it fit there. It didn't, it didn't fit there for me. I think they're kind of building uh, that feud up and this is just going to be like, because they're doing episodic television, they can do that. Whereas like, you know, a super indie, they want, they would give you that match on the card. They wouldn't give you him, you know, messing with Mr. Grimm who hasn't shown his face since the casket match. They're, they're kind of, you know, building it up to where he's going to keep talking his shit. Mr. Grimm's going to show up and destroy him. So I got I got the story they were they were trying to put out there with it, um, but yeah, you had that. It was real quick. David Lawless picking up the win over the fake Mister Grimm, um, and then we got this three way match, which was another reason why I wanted to go to the show really bad because uh, not only did you have the champion MV Young, uh, the Enjoy champion, but you also had Lee Moriarty and Trish Adora in this match. Holy shit, this match was fucking fire oh also I mean, even before this match they mv young guys little video package and once again it's really showing like the work they put into production because this was like this came across as just like a professionally done like mm-hmm. music like i don't know it was just really a top notch 
Yeah, they build up his title reign. They showed you, you know, everybody he's faced in his title reign, uh, having held it for a year at this point. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, I was there for his match against JD Drake, which, uh, really impressed me. And, uh, the fact that it was going to be Lee Moriarty and, and Trisha Dora going up and, and getting this triple threat with them. I was like, wow, this is, uh, this is something else because those are two top tier talents in my book. So. Well, what's better than jamming to Lee Moriarty's Indies music and then everybody just doing Lee, 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 all in, in rhythm with the song and Lee and Lee shaking his, his shoulders, you know, mm-hmm. he's got the he's got the uh, MF Doom mask. I mean, more that's the best. It's awesome. I mean, that, that I was so excited to see him. Um, I did not know how they were going to pull off the AEW rule in this match, <laughs> but they uh, they did it. I love, I love the uh, Trisha Dora Lion King entrance, too. I think that that's, that's an awesome, awesome entrance. And then you got MV Young, like who, who, who comes rolling out uh, to some fucking classic rock that is just, it, 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 the, the crowd there loves them, loves the song. They have a clap that goes with it. It's just, it's killer. It's, it's, it's uh, very impressive to see in person. And I, I don't know if you've if you've heard uh, I, I so I used to see MV Young as part of the disciples of something or other in in Capital Wrestling in like 2017 2018 before he became what he is and he was like just almost like a young boy where like he'd come out and they beat him up you know and then he'd go on the back and that was the end of it uh, wearing like a leather jacket or whatever he was supposed to be in like this stupid biker gang or whatever but he. The, the 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 distance he has come and the 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 reliability of what an MV Young match has turned into is really really impressive. I mean, you can put him in anywhere and he can he can go. So I mean, I think it's it's a testament to him. Trisha Dora's brand and Trisha Dora's presence makes a, that's a whole nother level. And then you have Lee Moriarty, who is television superstar. So this match itself really enjoy really got got the most they could possibly get with this this triple threat and once again you can watch for just free on youtube yes as soon as you get done listening to this go watch it if you haven't already because it's it's awesome and if it a couple hours of your day go go watch it and check it out it's worth it's worth the time trust yep all right and we go to the final episode of the season and it's the four-way for the enjoy cup and uh May or may not have also been for the enjoy tag team titles that now exist. So because well, the cup, the cup went missing on episode three, the lights went out, right? And the cup was missing. We assume I'm assuming it's the power. Mr. Grimm has power, a power set similar to the undertaker where he can. Sure. This is going to be my head cannon. Yeah. Like, why not? <laughs> you know? Correct me if I'm wrong though. No, don't correct you. Just keep it as that. That's Just how we're going to, we're going to will awesome it into existence. I, I believe it. That works for That's me. Right. He used his Mr. Grimm powers and the trophy disappeared. Wasn't there a twisted metal existence. character named Mr. Grimm? I feel like in the first one of the first two games. It's a that good question. Right. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we had this, this nice four way uh, elimination match. We had the production, we had ephemeral babes, we had the runway and we had violences forever. By the way. Yes, he was. He was the skeleton on the motorcycle. Ah, see, I remember, see, I knew, I knew, I just, that's, uh, that's the old nerd in me coming out a little bit there. It lends credence to this, 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 this idea that he might have these yeah, powers. Absolutely. He's going to show up on a motorcycle. It's going to, yeah. As a skeleton. What the- yeah. 
And Joy has the production. Let's make this happen. I believe it. I believe in Joy can make it happen. With the way these shows look, there is nothing stopping them. <laughs> so, Marcy, what was the uh, order of elimination on this? Uh, there's a lot of shit. The first elimination was the runways. Okay. Which, because uh, they got hit with the fruit by the foot by the ephemeral babes. Yeah, that move is pretty cool. Like the drop kick into the DVD. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I like that. The it's name the is the best. Yes. Yeah, the fruit by the foot. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> I love it. Fucking amazing. Also, we found out that Derek has a move called the bareback, which yeah. the commentary is very uncomfortable about talking about, but I say more power to it. There there might be, there's no one else on the Indies who does a Bubba Bomb like Derek does, and it looks just like Bubba Ray from 1994 uh, doing a Bubba Bomb. It, Derek is Derek is that guy um and and I, I, I'm proud of him I I am I can't believe and I, well no I can believe but look at where Derek is now where you could put him into any of these shows and you know what you're going to get out of him and these matches are there were some exchanges with him and Dom that were you just now, now Derek is like he's getting into that like strong style him and Dom could put on like a 40 minute banger Good, for, good for him, man. Well, I, I know it's so biased, but my goodness, they've had a lot of good interactions this year. I, I really, this really, year, hope, yeah. You know, with uh, I'm going to kind of twist this going back because you know we are AIW homers here. Um, I really think that uh, with the announcement of Eric Stevens, Josh Bishop, the smart move for that intense title is Dom versus Derek because I think that's something everybody wants to fucking see them have a one-on-one and just tear the fucking house down. So I'm really hoping we get that. I'd be 35 minute, 35 minute banger. Just go, just give go until they're both yes. their chests are bleeding. And yes. they're just, yeah, I like, yeah, I agree completely. Yeah, for sure. But you know what? He's Derek started as a tag team wrestler, I guess, you know, he, he understood what it was like to be in a, in a, a faction and, you know, I think he really made Ziggy into what she is. So once we got rid of the runway, we were able to get into like a little bit more of a polished product as far as tag teams going in my eyes, at least it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be in everybody's, but I loved what Willow could bring there. The spot that Willow eliminated violence is forever. You can't tell me that you expected that spot. Oh, like, yeah, where she dumps that, two on top of green. It was so yeah, sick. that I was like, holy shit, that's like Willow. My goodness, if, if a man did that, you would have been like, oh, shit. And she did it. And I literally jumped out of my chair. And I was like, that can't. Uh, when they counted three, I was like, she's now a monster. Like they portray like that got her to the next level, eliminating violences forever like that. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And then it just it comes down to the end with, you know, the production is going to win how the production wins. Uh, as I was disappointed attacks- in the. I was disappointed in the clapboard shot at the she end. Yeah, both, and then he gets the pin on Edith, and the production are the the Enjoy Cup winners and the first Enjoy Tag Team Champions. I, I love Edith. Put your hands down a little bit. Sell it a little bit better. Those hands drop so fast before that cla- that clapboard was coming down on her head. You got you got to you got to give me a little bit more than that. That looked <laughs> too. That I, I didn't like it, but I'm not one to complain because Derek and Ziggy walked away with the belts, but. Come on, Edith, Ziggy like, cut a hell of a promo after yeah, the match. Yeah. Uh, that little gremlin, I'll tell you what, she is uh, <laughs> near and dear to our hearts, but my goodness, do not get on her bad side. Holy shit. No, no. She, seen it uh, in person. I've seen it in person and I've seen it, you know, on, on TV. And let me tell you, in person, 
It is scary. It is. It'll pucker she your makes us, Yep. She makes us Jews very proud of her <laughs> going out there <laughs> toughening up. I love it. I love the Jewish space laser. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, in the end, the right team won the belts, especially for that company. I think the right characters have the belts right now for them. And they have so many interesting tag teams and other things going on that I think they could really make that into a nice long run. Now, um, I don't know what either one of you know about Enjoy, but or I, I think Butters, you probably know way more than I do. Um, how often do they run? Or they uh, just run shows like, and they film everything at once? It seems like they run like uh, several shows a year. It's not like monthly. Um, it definitely seems like, let me see here. It seems more or less like every other month, give or take. Yeah, so are they 20... filming at every show? Or are they just doing? Are they doing regular shows and they decide to film one as a season, or how does that work? No, they film all their shows. They uh, so in twenty twenty one they filmed Can Heat seasons one and two, uh, and then in this year they started doing like the full on uh, just shows and breaking those down. And we had uh, Striking Distance, Renegade the tag cup so there was three shows by july of this year and then they had um a a free show yeah in september and they have a show in december so they're running like five shows a year um there's some other shows there that i kind of skipped over there was a wrestler's lab enjoy scientific tendencies experiment and also a uh benefit show that they did but uh, specifically ones that would uh, we might see some content from. It looks like there's like three or four shows a year that they're going to do that with. So, well, I can say they they got a uh, they they made a new fan with just the, the quality of what they put out um, makes it that much more exciting. And I'm I'm in. I think that'll be great. Good. I'm glad to hear. Uh, I'm yeah. assuming we're all thumbs up on this. Yeah, there's not even a question about it. thumbs thumbs way up. Fuck yeah! Anything and Derek won. Fuck yes. Fuck <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right uh marcy you got any plugs yes you can find me on twitter and instagram at egirlfenboy boy spelled b-o-i you can also find me on twitch at egirlfenboy uh check out my other podcast x over we just had our batman and robin episode with awesome from if you catch my grift that movie's a fucking disaster but it was a really fun review when are you gonna uh, have me also- on to do the street fighter with jean-claude van damme well we'll get there i got we got our next one lined up uh which since this is now a Friday podcast, it'll be recorded and surely go up soon, but we will be reviewing the 1995 Power Rangers, the movie with Ed from Pod Van Dam. Oh, I'm so excited for it. Marcy, can I get in on one of these shows? I have some <laughs> stuff for you to watch. I have stuff for you to watch. You and I would have a lot of fun watching movies together. Oh, oh my. All right. Uh, I got stuff. Marcy will talk offline. I got <laughs> stuff. So uh, all I really have is uh, check out if you catch my grift. Uh, that's where you can mainly find me. Uh, I don't talk that much on there, but uh, when I do, it's it's usually uh, something funny. Uh, but if you like, you know, true crime podcasts, that's that's one of my my favorite things in the world right now is the show and being on it and being a part of it. Um, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Charlie underscore Butters. Uh, Jiggle, what do you got? Oh, don't forget you're on Wrestling Cheers, my friend. Oh, that's are, oh man, I'm gonna get in so much my. trouble for that from Summers. <laughs> yeah, I'm on, I, I do co-host Wrestling Cheers now. Uh, I'm not on every episode, but I do the majority of them with Justin Summers. Um, I think he's got an interview coming up this week with uh, TME, the main event. Uh, 
Nice. Uh, and then I think next week we're going to do the AIW uh, in the mouth of madness review. I don't know if I'm going to be a part of it or if we're going to have a special guest. I'm thinking there's going to be a special guest uh, taking my place. Uh, so I get the week off, hopefully. Um, <laughs> no, there'll be a guest you still have to deal with. I mean, if, if that's the case, I'll be there. You know, that's that's part of the, what I signed up for, I guess. Uh, thank you for reminding me, Josh. I'm sure you got some brownie points uh, from summers now. <laughs> I was going to say, I will, I have not been on Wrestling Cheers in a while. The last time you heard my voice on that show was during uh, Go For Broke. And uh, if summers is listening... Uh, I would gladly accept an invitation to your show again, Summers. I know how much you love having me on. That's um, actually untrue. Can... We're all on together. <laughs> oh, yes. that's right. We did yes, the, we did the, the super episode. Yeah, the Super Friends episode. That's right. That's right. Um, and you can find me at jgold12 on Twitter. Tomorrow will be at work. But Wednesday, to all of our Jewish listeners, is Yum Kipper, so I will be home fasting. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us. Don't forget about the merch store over at Brain Buster Tees. We will be updating all of our stuff we have a million different logo redesigns and rebrands so when when home office and marcy myself and jail get together we'll figure out uh you know how that's going up uh please listen to our podcast friends wrestling cheers with our own home office pod van dam the super fantastic podcast if you catch my grip with our own home office the a show at odds with wrestling x over with our very own marcy and the card is going to change Here's our other friends, uh, JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of IW, of IW Guide, um, PWPonderings.com, uh, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Ohio, which is coming back uh, in a week from Friday, um, to, uh, Big Starks brand, Set Tab Photos, Smoke and Chase Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio, and Kayfabe Collectibles, Joey, who is A-OK down in Florida. Thank God that he is OK after the hurricane. Um, that is all I got. Home office, please tell your HR consultants to get out of my office. Uh, but I'm sure that when they're done, we'll have a good enough review and everything will move forward as planned. I just want to know what you do with the condoms filled with cocaine, Josh. I just, I really need to know. Are you, boo- are you, are you, boo- yeah. <laughs> are, are you, are you boofing them? What is happening? Here? That's, that's the most effective way to use them. Actually. The term is keysering and that's what I do. Um, no, I, I that'll, that'll be a conversation I'll have with the consultants later on today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, for, for the rest of the crew, uh, go watch some wrestling and uh, enjoy. See ya. Later. Dismiss the sick transmission, huffs your brain Exhale your will and forget I ever knew you Fuck do you do? Fuck a man with hips for Hulu 
crack and snitch talk and kill you Go in the pocket, consume you Too many hoes in my Too many hoes in my motherfucking meal Asking if I know how my motherfucker feels Motherfucker feels Split them choke, flip them up Dead bitch slow, swarming ghost No remorse, navigator Of course, of course I can make you scream But if you ask for more Bullshit, mad at all Grab your floor, rip it, try to avoid You ramble while I check my phone Who's there? Assassin roll Music drifts, I have no Choose these lines, you're on your own